Exodus chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water. Stand on the bank of the Nile to meet him and take in your hand the staff that turned into a serpent. And you shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But so far you have not obeyed. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water that is in the Nile, and it shall turn into blood. The fish in the Nile shall die, and the Nile will stink, and the Egyptians will grow weary of drinking water from the Nile. And the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, their canals, and their ponds, and all their pools of water, so that they may become blood, and there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, even in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded. In the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, he lifted up the staff and struck the water in the Nile, and all the water in the Nile turned into blood. And the fish in the Nile died, and the Nile stank, so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile. There was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not take even this to heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile for water to drink, for they could not drink the water of the Nile. Seven full days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, reading through this Exodus narrative, we have skipped ahead now. Moses has gone to Pharaoh. His heart is hard. I, I just was even thinking, how did Pharaoh, how did Pharaoh respond when he said, "You have not obeyed the Lord"? Mm. You know, as if he was supposed to obey anyone. Mm. What does obedience mean to him? Right. Um, and so, um, God begins to show Himself. And of course, we're not going to get to these passages, but God continues to show Himself to the Egyptians in powerful, powerful ways. Um, and there's a, there's a lot to these plagues, and, and, and I think as a biblical theologian, there's a lot to pull out of them. But what are your thoughts on this particular passage? Well, it's interesting. You know, the plagues, um, they seem to be grouped in sets of three, plagues one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven, eight, nine, and then they culminate in the tenth, mm -hmm. the death of the firstborn. And it plagues one, four, and seven. Um, Pharaoh goes, or Moses is commissioned to go to Pharaoh in the morning. So, you know, the, each, each of the first of the sets of three, ones, four, and seven, uh, they, they begin with that phrase, in the morning. And they're all prefaced by the Lord saying, I will harden Pharaoh's heart in 7.3. And he had already said that, that he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart uh, back in chapter 4 as well. So in chapter 4, um, the Lord tells Moses, I'm going to send you to Pharaoh, but I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. And, and th that's in 4.21. And then again, he tells Moses, you're about to go into Pharaoh and start doing these plagues, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And then as we work through the plagues, we read in, for instance, 722, 
Pharaoh's heart remained hardened, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. And those as the Lord had said are pointers back to the Lord saying, I'm going to harden his heart. Right. And and so um, with these three sets of judgment plagues, the Lord is showing his great might over Pharaoh. And each one of the, these plagues, it touches something connected to what the Egyptians worship. And and something connected to the gods of Pharaoh. Right. You know, so if Pharaoh has looked around at his gods and said, who is Yahweh? It's as though Yahweh has said, okay, I'm going to show you who Yahweh yeah. is by crushing your gods. And so he begins with the Nile and the Egyptians, they, the, the Nile was in, it was uh, vital to their life. It was uh, this, this um, source of water and, and, and life-giving nutrients that they relied upon and their their religion was connected to it. And all of it is turned to blood. And um, part it, it's, it's always so striking to me how foolish and, and uh, ineffective the magicians are, even as they mimic what Moses and Aaron are able to do. So, you know, that Moses and Aaron, they turn the Nile into blood and then one of the reasons that Pharaoh continues in his, in his unrepentant hardness is because his magicians did the same by their secret arts. But what they need to do is turn, turn it the, back into water. Right. They right. need water. Right. They don't need more blood. <laughs> and so, you know, Pharaoh, he, he's, I think you really see the folly and the foolishness and the, the, the darkened heart of, of sinners in rebellion against the Lord. And, you know, it's interesting, though, and I just... You know, I don't think this should be missed. I think some Christians maybe can struggle with this a little bit. Pharaoh's heart is hard to the Lord, but then the Lord does harden Pharaoh's heart. And mm-hmm. so there is this, you know, Pharaoh is hardening, God is hardening. They're both happening at the same time. But ultimately, what is the purpose of all of this mm-hmm. is that God would be displayed as glorious mm-hmm. in the land of Egypt and among his people. Yes. As we just talked about yesterday, his people don't even believe. They don't even have enough faith to believe that God would actually answer their prayer and deliver them. Yes. So at, along with what you're you're saying, in 9.16, the Lord will say to Pharaoh, for this purpose I have raised you up to right. show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. And you know, what the Lord does to Pharaoh is going to become so famous that that when the people in the book of Joshua get to the city of Jericho, there's a prostitute named Rahab who lives in the walls of Jericho, and she's heard the stories, sure. and she knows who Yahweh is, and it's not because she's been receiving intelligence briefings, you know, from the spy right. agencies. Everybody it, knows this. Everybody knows what Yahweh has done to Pharaoh. So, in a sense, you know, you said yesterday, the day before, uh, from Genesis five. Moses went and said, Yahweh has commanded that my people go. Pharaoh said, who is Yahweh? Mm-hmm. It's as if God is saying in that passage, who is Pharaoh, yeah. right? Yeah. He's just a guy that I raised up mm-hmm. for this time so that I could crush him, so that my glory would be known, even to a prostitute in a faraway place. Indeed. Well, for Jim Hamilton, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.